Hi there, and welcome to all the AHC members. Looking forward to sharing something very special with you today. I'd like to chat to you about a new word, a new concept that's been created, and it's called spend suasion. That's right, spend suasion. In the English language, that's known as a portmanteau. A portmanteau is a word describes two words being put together to make one. We've taken the word spending and the word persuasion and put them together to create spend suasion, a new way to help your clients spend more. So how does that fit into your business? And more importantly, where does it fit into your business? Well, from our perspective, it was designed to fit into a very specific area. And that is between two words. When a client walks in and tells you what they want versus what you as a professional know they need. The difference between the want and the need is the gap where spensuasion sits. And I might also add lots of missing sales and opportunities and profits hide in there as well. So spensuasion is designed to make this process easy, to make it comfortable and to make it non-pressure. So let's firstly explain what it's not. It's not selling. You know, telling ain't selling as the, as the riddle goes. And what we know is that when we look at selling and break it down, telling is one of the key behaviours. And today, and especially post-pandemic, I'm finding that people just don't like to be told. They don't like to be talked at. They actually like to be listened to. So when we look at the key behaviours of persuasion, the first and most important behaviour in persuasion is ask. And the second is listen. And the third is maybe show. Now, what we know about this pattern is that common today for people to say you need to become a good listener. Please, I, I'm in total agreement with that. However, my comment to you is that how do you become a good listener unless you learn really good questions to ask? And that's what spensuasion is all about. Spensuasion works around what we call power questions. And power questions are powerful questions that are open-ended questions that open up dialogue and conversation with your client. And more importantly, allows you to understand their perspective and where they're really coming from. There are three main behaviors within the spensuasion method. The first is what we call persuasion. And that is we prepare the client to be more open to our suggestions. See, we prepare the client physically every time they visit our business, whether it be guiding them to a chair, helping them with a cuppa, uh, caping them up, whatever it might be, we prepare the client physically. But do we ever think about preparing the client mentally? See, we have no idea about how this client has arrived to our business this morning or today. Did they come off the back of an argument in the car park or maybe a text argument with one of their teenagers as they were walking through the door? Are they in an open frame to engage in new and different things? So to use that NLP term of frame, let's talk about how we can reframe our clients to help them be more in a positive buying mode. And the technique that has been researched worldwide for many, many years 
is the influence the word yes has on reaching agreement. And studies have shown if we can get a pattern of three yeses, we get a 52% increase in the client being open to accepting our suggestions, recommendations, and ideas. 52%. Wow, that's huge. So how do we reframe a client? We reframe a client by asking three simple, short questions that hunt for a yes as the answer to each of them. And they're executed between where the client has maybe been sitting and waiting in reception and now stands up and is greeted by the stylist and comes to the styling station. So what's three questions that you could ask that would give you a yes, yes, and yes? Now, if we were in a seminar, we'd be having lots of fun and lots of laughs about now. But as it's a podcast, I'll actually share the concept with you because it is amazingly simple. The three questions go like this. Hi, Jenny, isn't it? Like you're here for your 10 o'clock? Would you like to come through? It's just that simple. Now, for some businesses and some salons or clinics or upmarket businesses, we tend to uh, work with that a bit more and tailor it around your specific process. But the principle still stays the same. And what we know, and we've measured this ourselves, is that when we get three yeses, we get a very different client to talk to, and we get one who has this openness and takes on and accepts our suggestions and recommendations during our consultation. It really is an amazingly simple yet powerful tool. The second step of our spend persuasion journey is persuasion itself. And this is the vital step. Why? Because to be persuasive, we simply need to find out what people want, and then we need to work out how we can give it to them. It's just that simple. But it is about what the client wants and how we guide them to what we need. So to do that, we need to understand a little bit more about their perspective. Where are they coming from when they ask for that bob or those that balayage or those highlights or uh, that straightening treatment? Whatever, whatever it might be, we need to find out what's behind it. So how do we do that? Well, we actually consciously think about what's going on behind the, the, the question, that superficial question that comes through. Let me give you an example. Let's take retail as uh, an example. Client says to you, so what sizes do those shampoos and conditioners come in? And uh, you think, oh, okay, this is interesting. She might be interested in buying some. Um, and you look at it and you go, oh, uh, 250 mil. And then that's right. There's this deadly silence. Wow. And nothing really progresses any further. So let's wind that back and try it again. The client says to me, Neil, what sizes do these products come in? And I say, oh, Jen, can you tell me a little bit more about that? What is it you're looking for? And Jenny opens up and says, well, actually, uh, I'm back traveling again, and I need to top up my toiletry pack with some travel sizes. I go, oh, that's fine. Well, this range over here has A, B, and C available. Now, have I not made it easier for Jenny to actually now seek what she was wanting to find. And more importantly, I'm now on the verge of actually just completing the sale. 
allowing the client to purchase. Conversely, next client comes in and says, oh, Neil, um, can I ask you what sizes do these retail products come in? And I say, so Jenny, can you tell me a little bit more about that? What is it you're thinking? And she goes, well, my daughter's been starting to use my product a lot, and I'm thinking of trying to find a more economical size. Do you have you know, family sizes or, or bigger sizes? And I say, well, actually, Jenny, this particular product you use does come in liter sizes. They're over here, they're blah, blah, blah. Have I now made it easy for Jenny to buy those liter sizes? See, in each case, I needed to change my answer once I understood the client's perspective. This is the key to persuasion. And by the way, you may have noticed that there was very little telling from me. There was asking, which opened up the conversation. The third step is spensuasion itself. And the term spensuasion in this, in this third step shares with you ways that you can reach agreement comfortably. There's four very simple ways that you can help a client reach agreement super comfortably. And more importantly, how to handle no. No can be very confusing. Sometimes no can come from somebody in another word, <laughs> and they might say, maybe. Yes, that's right. So what does maybe really mean? Well, for me, that is a no in disguise. And it's a no coming from someone who doesn't like confrontation. So instead of using the word no, they actually use the word maybe. Very interesting. So again, when we receive that rebuttal, or that pushback, we need to use a diffusing statement to reduce the pressure, calm things down, and especially at that very vital moment, because some people can become very uncomfortable at that part of the communication process. So now that we've understood some of the principles and a select few principles of the spensuasion model, let's talk about where and how we can use them in the client's experience or the client journey uh, through your business. Well, first and foremost, there's nine steps that we work to in the client experience. And number two is by far the most important, which is where we actually get our three yeses. So let's revisit how to do this. Well, firstly, the three yeses need to be done by the person who's going to be doing the consultation and or uh, caring or treating the client, not by the receptionist who greets them as they walk in through the door. That's very important. We want the bridge to be built with the person who's going to be doing the consultation or the work. So client comes in, hi, Jen, grab a seat. Uh, Sue will be with you in a moment. Um, Hopefully Sue's not running too late. Sue comes out and says, hi, Jen. Uh, oh, hi, Jen, isn't it? Are uh, you here for your 10 o'clock? Would you like to come through? She goes, yes, 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 lovely. And she comes through. Now, this is so simple and can be done in so many different ways depending on the type of your business, but the impact is amazing. Where we get the greatest impact is from some of the younger staff who sometimes experience a bit of pushback from clients. This barrier just breaks things down uh, and this barrier is gone. It's so, so impactful. I've had many young girls come back to me after our training programs and actually almost be in shock of the impact something so simple can make. The other area that I really want to focus on in our conversation today is actually how to reach agreement. There is areas that I see 
great opportunities missed because the stylist is trying to reach agreement with the client at the front desk on the way out. And I'll have to suggest to you that's the biggest mistake I see because that is not the place to reach agreement with a client. It's a couple of steps back and it's actually when the client is still caped up in the stylist chair because that is the correct moment to wrap everything up, to personalise your suggestions, to uh, confirm the rebooking concept you've been talking about so that they can have the desired level of maintenance and more importantly about how to care for their product at home. All of these conversations need to occur before you take the cape off. It's really quite amazing, isn't it? I'm sure you've noticed clients never move while the cape's there, but the moment the cape comes off, whoa, they're on the move. They're normally reaching for their phone or some other pattern and they're instantly engaged with what's happening who's been reaching out to me uh what's the time i've got to go and pick up the kids or whatever and what has actually happened at that precise moment is the client has actually left the salon mentally they're already thinking about all the other things they should be doing and this all happens literally with a cape coming off from the client so we need to be very mindful to reach agreement effectively, comfortably, and make sure that you cover off on all of your suggestions and items that you've put forward. The reaching agreement needs to occur while the cape is still on. So as I said earlier, there are four most popular uh, methods that we use uh, to help reach agreement. And I will give you one because uh, it's by far the most powerful. Now, most of us have been taught in years gone by that closing is all about pushing the client to a particular spot and then going, maybe not in these words, but do you want do you want that, Jenny, or what? Now, I know you're not going to say that, but in your mind, that's you know the simplicity of the message. However, what I find is when we use very um, direct push techniques like that, um, we don't always get the desired result. Plus. If during our treatment or during our consultation, we've raised two, three, four, five different subjects about treatments or color, you know how we do that when we get on a bit of a creative role, the client's got a number of different options. And you're sitting there going, I mm, wonder which one I should ask about the treatment, about the color, retail. And when we use, when we find ourselves in that situation, I'd like you just to pause and ask a particular question. And it goes like this. So tell me, Jenny, where would you like to go from here? That's right. And we actually shut up and we let the client talk. And what you will hear when you ask that question is some amazing information that you never knew. And it might go something like, well, actually, um, I'm not on my pay cycle. It's my pay cycle kicks in at the end of the month. Could maybe I do something there? They'll bring out something personal that you weren't aware of that would have been a major game changer in you trying to close the sale. However, when we approach it wanting to reach agreement, we actually ask the client and the difference is tremendous. Try it, please. Not only will you find a big difference in the conversation that you too will also feel a lot more comfortable now reaching agreement with your clients. To remind you, the most important point about this client journey is reaching agreement while the cape is still on the client. I just have to express how much of a difference I've seen that make, not only in 
um, in hair, but also in beauty, where we reach all of our agreements within the treatment room before the client leaves the treatment room. Both are the same and both are immensely and incredibly powerful. I hope you've enjoyed these few pointers and few suggestions as to how you could be more persuasive by using the skill of spensuasion. That's right. Spensuasion is all about questions. And you may have noticed that a lot of the things I've put forward to you today are question-based. So what can I do to help you be better with your questions? Reach out. Neil Osborne, N-E-I-L-O-S-B-O-R-N-E. Pop it into Google. Um, there's only two of us to pop up. I'm sure you'll choose the right one. Or you can visit our Spensuasion page, spensuasion.com.au. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.